Life's too short. Life's too damn short. With your fun fitness friend, Melanie Cole, MS. With the holidays come sometimes weight gain. We try not to let that happen. And sometimes it just creeps up on you. And there's a little taste of something there. And there's these gorgeous dessert trays everywhere. And people put out candy after Halloween at work on their desks. And then comes Thanksgiving and people bring in leftovers. And I mean, it's all dizzying. And it can be such a really dastardly time of year for those of us trying to watch our waistlines. And whether you're someone who tries to lose weight at this time, which is not always the best idea, or whether you're someone who just tries to sort of watch it and maintain your weight, that's what we're looking to do today. And of course, my guest, one of my favorite guests ever, Dr. Felicia Stoller, registered dietitian, exercise physiologist, and wellness consultant for the world. She's so awesome. So Dr. Stoller, we're talking about navigating these family feasts. We got a couple coming up. There's those cookie trays at the office and then cocktails. So let's start with cocktails. <laughs> I mean, why oh, not? Because yeah. it's my one of the favorite. first things. <laughs> mine too. So it's one of the first things we do. So what do you tell people, Dr. Stoller, about this time of year and the fun little cocktails people always put out and the calories that go with them? Well, I try to remind people that just because you drink it doesn't mean that it's free from calories. So you have to remember that there is calories in the beverages that we consume, whether they have alcohol or otherwise. And alcohol, I want to remind people, has more calories than carbohydrates or proteins. So it's 7 kcals per gram, right, which is closer to fat calories, which is 9. So you have to account for that in your sort of caloric allotment for the day and recognize that it can add up to quite a bit. So I have some little tips on how to minimize that, which is, if you're going to drink, um, you know, if you're going to drink at all, go for, you know, getting the most bang for your buck. So, you know, hard alcohol, you can drink a lot less of that and get a little bit more of a buzz on, especially if you don't put too many mixers in those beverages. So, you know. Uh, so it's really the mixers. It's really the mixers. Well, like, well, but like beer versus vodka or beer versus gin or, you know, or even wine for that matter. Um, takes a lot more calories of beer to give you the same buzz that um, some hard alcohol would do. So it's not just the mixers because you could have like a gin and, you know, like a martini, like a gin martini and... There's not really anything in it but gin, maybe some olives. (laughs) Yeah, well, and those are always good for you, right? They've got some antioxidants. But when we think of hard liquor versus like wine, wine we always used to hear was like about 120 calories for four to six ounces or so. Nobody drinks four ounces, let's call it like it is. Yeah, nobody does. So, so, okay, and then what about vodka versus that wine or ver- because we do Huge drink fan less of it. that's like my personal you know go-to just because again looking at calories and maximizing you know some um sort of relaxing feeling that you get when you have it um and i would also remind people that it's really wise and helpful if you drink water in between cocktails Okay, so that's always a good idea because that helps to sort of, you know, water it Minimize down a little bit. Dehydration, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All and those things. So, that, oh, I was going to say, remember that for some people, they over consume calories if they get a little, you know, bit of a buzz on. So that means that for some people trying to watch their waistline, what can happen is that they find that they may. Um, they may sort of let their guard down and consume some extra calories when they get the munchies. 
Well, absolutely. That definitely happens. So we want to make sure not to try and let our guard down by drinking too much, which, of course, is easier said than done. We want to steer clear of the mixers. We want to drink water in between as much as we possibly can, kind of water it all down and reduce the effects of the dehydration from the alcohol. So, okay, so we know about our cocktails, Dr. Stoller. So let's moving on to the family feasts. And if we get along with our family, then it's a happy time and you're eating and drinking. And if you don't, well, then sometimes you're eating and drinking more than you might have because a lot of people have stress around the holidays. So let's navigate some of those family feasts, stressful or not. What are we doing to our food? Right. Well, so um, I'm a huge advocate of tasting everything. I know we've probably talked about that before, but in case nobody's ever heard me say this before, a little forkful, a little spoonful of everything goes a long way. This way, You don't feel like you're depriving yourself of everything. I recommend filling up the plate and sticking to what's on that one plate and not going back for seconds, knowing that there's a good chance that, you know, you're going to have some dessert and allowing some time for that. So, okay, so seconds for sure. I mean, I know that that's a big one, and I'm with you on the moderation, a forkful of everything, so you don't feel like you're denied. But there are some things that are just a little bit more wicked than others, And so if you can contain yourself, what if you're not a person that can contain yourself to one forkful of mashed potatoes or one forkful of pecan pie or whatever it happens to be? So guess what? I got a solution for that. (laughs) I knew you would. Wait, there's a great product on the marketplace called Phase 2, and it's white kidney bean extract. And what it does is it helps to minimize the absorption or inhibit the absorption of starchy carbohydrates. So if you take that up to a half hour before your meal, you can reduce your absorption of the starchy carbs by up to 65%. How about that? You can have your cake and eat it too. And just by taking this white bean extract that's found, uh, one of the brand names is Natrol. That's a company that manufactures that, you know, completed product. But safe, effective, easy, tons of research studies out looking at the efficacy. So if you know that you're going to go for that sweet potato pie or you're going for, like my mom makes the sweet potatoes with the marshmallows and the um, pineapple and lots of butter, you know, that that could be your go-to to help you out with that. Wow, that's a great idea. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. Now, certain things are also better for us than others. The turkey, while it may make us tired from the L-tryptophan, it's also a leaner white-type meat. That's right, and something I encourage people to do is make your own gravy, but instead of adding flour to it, just use like an O-juice gravy instead and skim the fat out and really appreciate that yummy flavor of the turkey and whatever other stuff you sort of cooked with it. Um, and do something like that as a way to cut down some extra ca- unnecessary calories. I agree with that because um, I, that's how I actually make my gravy. I make it like, like I would make chicken soup, and I use right. different parts of the turkey, and I make a wonderful turkey soup, and I leave it thin like an au jus, and that's just how I use it. But I like that better. Some people say, could you thicken this up a little? So, you know, okay, whatever. But now then, let's. so we're at our family feasts. We're trying to make our good choices. And then, are you somebody, Dr. Stoller, that believes you should eat before you go to these things? Or do you then Absolutely. just eat more than you, you know? Well, I think you shouldn't, you know, I should, don't think you should fast. You know, like, depending on what time your family sits down. Like, some people do, um, like, a late lunch, early supper. Some people just do dinner. 
So, again, make sure you eat something in the morning, and maybe you might want to think about eating something that you anticipate you won't eat later. So, you know, like maybe a yogurt might be a good go-to in the morning, you know, to have a little Greek yogurt. You get a little protein, a little carbohydrate. Um, This way you have something in your tummy. Um, And then the other thing, too, when you do get to someone's house or whosever house you're going to be at, um, I know I was talking about the one plate. Same thing with appetizers. I know a lot of times people put out appetizers when you first get there. That's great, but don't overdo it. Again, fill up a plate full of stuff and eat what's on that plate and and then, you know, wait until supper time to sit down and, and eat the other food. You know, or maybe if you think that somebody's not going to serve a green salad, maybe you eat that earlier in the day and have a, you know, have a salad. Put something well, in the tummy. That is a that is a problem. Those appetizers, because sometimes those have more calories than some of the meal itself, with the little mini quiches and you know crab dip and bacon wrapped things. Boy, I do Takes love the blanket. holidays. Right. I do love the holidays. Okay, and we'll talk a little bit too about exercising to get rid of some of this, at least to negate a little bit of it and even it out. But now we're talking about at the office, people bring in stuff, and there's always that woman with the desk who has all the candy and cookies and things. And that was my run mother. Away. <laughs> yeah, run away. So if there is office parties, the same, right? You want to use the kind of same theory at all of these things. Use willpower when you can and moderation when you can't. Absolutely, absolutely. And really, you know, I know it's so tempting for people to bring that stuff into the office, but it's very insensitive to those folks that do have a tough time saying no to the candy bowl. So... You know, as as much as, you know, it's like, oh, how do we get rid of it? I'll bring it to the office and somebody will eat it. You know, that's really it's like saying to, you know, it, it's like saying like, oh, I'm, you know, someone's an anaphylactic reaction to something, you wouldn't bring some food in, right? Like if somebody was allergic to peanuts, you wouldn't bring peanuts in and plop that down on your desk. So just think about the people that are in your office and around you and know that for some people it is very hard to be around food and sweets and that is a trigger for them. And, you know, we want to encourage being kind to each other over the holidays. We not certainly do. on each other's weaknesses. So, you know, and if you do have, if you do find that you're very tempted, you know, stay away from some people's offices or just just say no or have or don't go near somebody's desk if you know that they have candy or sweets there when you're hungry, right? Like go there right after you ate lunch because, you know, you're not going to be tempted to eat something if your belly is full. Yeah, it's like going to Costco when they're serving all those free samples and you go there hungry and you could easily make a meal of that. So right. you want to try not to do too much of that now. On the other end of the spectrum, we want to at least try. Even though we're tired after eating that much food, what do you tell people about getting that motivation through the holidays to get up and move their bodies around so that it's not so damaging? Well, the holidays, there was a, there was an article that just came out in Nijam a few weeks ago. It was more like an editorial looking at the holidays being a tough time to lose weight. So we think about people just in like maintaining wherever they're at. But I think about getting up and moving and exercising, not just being about weight. It's about how do you feel? A lot of times during the holidays, it can be very depressing for people. So getting up and exercising is a great way to beat depression. It's also a great way to help those who have a tough time sleeping. And let's not forget, it's important for our joints. It's important for our muscles, and it's important for our bone health that we exercise, not to mention our cardiopulmonary system. So, you know, there are so many reasons why we should be exercising. 
And I just want to remind people that depending on where you live, even if it's cold outside, you know, find someplace warm indoors that you can go. A lot of malls are open. I know some people don't like all the shopping, but you can go to the mall just to walk and go to places, go to museums, you know, go where you can walk indoors and just move. That's really important is to keep moving. I certainly think that that's true. And if it, and even if it's not necessarily formalized exercises, and like you say, I mean, there's so many things you can do, and you can take your kids out, you can go play Frisbee if it's nice, you can do the old-fashioned football game kind of thing, or whatever it is that you like to do as a family, but anything that you can do to move around during the holidays. Now, you and I, Dr. Stoller, know that we're moving around a lot, especially if we're the ones cooking for everybody. So we're standing in the kitchen, and I just want to add this little bit of, of question here for you. For those of us that do all of that, we're the ones tasting as we go to make sure it tastes good. We're the ones standing there on hard kitchen floors until our back hurts. So do you have any advice for those of us that do that so that we don't get a sore back standing on tile floor or wooden floor and so that we don't just sit there and, you know, you taste the gravy 16 times and you've just eaten a cup of gravy? Well, I don't know about you, but I do find that because I am picking and tasting that by the time I sit down with everybody else, I'm actually not even hungry. Um, And there's actually some research looking at that. Like even if you're like in the kitchen, even if you're not even tasting everything, that something about being around the smell and the aromas actually acts as a bit of an appetite suppressant. So, um, but for those that do feel like maybe they bypass that, um, you know, again, smaller spoonfuls, smaller sip. Like that's what I do. I use like a teaspoon and I actually have like a little measuring, uh, it looks like a shot glass, but it's, it's a little, uh, something I use for liquid measures. Um, that's, that's pretty small, like tiny, tiny tastes of things, not big forkfuls when I'm tasting, but yeah, I mean, I do get off my feet. You can do things like squats and lunges, uh, doing push-ups off the counter while you're in the kitchen. Um, you know, uh, make sure you're wearing comfortable footwear. I know it seems silly. Sometimes people just want to put on their slippers. I put on a pair of sneakers because they're going to give me sort of that support that I need that I would have when I'm exercising. I want that support in the kitchen to minimize any strain on my back. Doing uh, things like leg raises, uh, bringing my knee up to take some of the strain off of my low back, you know, periodically while I'm in the kitchen is a great way to, you know, relieve some of that. So I do encourage that people do that, even if you have to go somewhere where it's carpeted and, and, you know, hug your knees to your chest and do those crossover stretches for your low back, because I feel like I need to do those a lot more than I used to, uh, just so I feel more comfortable after standing up for so many hours. Absolutely great. And so, you know, basically what Dr. Stoller is saying is that we all have to use the moderation theory, and that includes our alcohol. Look for things that have just a little bit less calories and maybe skip on some of the mixtures, because why not? A martini is just as good without any mixture and without any mixers in there. You don't need the mixers. You can just have the straight vodka origin, and isn't that nice? Or wine, and of course, red wine with its resveratrol is going to give you a little bit of that nice benefit for you. And you can eat the good white meat, 
keep your gravies less creamy and moderation. Try everything in moderation. And of course, get some exercise along the way because that is certainly going to help you. You are listening to Life's Too Short right here on Radio MD and subscribe to us on iTunes and rate and review because that's the way that like-minded people can get involved in these shows. And so we can really make a difference. If you have any ideas, you can always send them to me at Radio MD and we'll chew on those ideas. This is Melanie Cole for Radio MD. Thanks for listening.